it's Tuesday, and so I want to share some stuff with you. And I try. Can I can I have y'all attention for a few minutes? I try to come out here, and and I want to share some stuff with you. But I want to make sure, and, and I might have said it before, and, and maybe I didn't. But I want to make sure that when I when I'm up here and I'm speaking, I want to make sure that you guys know I'm not speaking from a point. Of, of being up here and talking down to you, right? It, it's important that you understand that, right? I'm talking to you, your city that I'm standing, but we're right here. So when, when God puts a piece of scripture in my heart and, and when he lays something on me, I want to come out here and share it with you, not because I think it's something that you need to hear and Peter is going to set you straight with the scriptures and with the word of God. But it's usually because there's something that he put in my heart and maybe I'm wrestling or struggling with it myself or maybe it's just something that a light bulb popped in my head and just went, oh snap, is that what that means? And then I get excited. But no matter what it is, I just want to come out here and share it with you because if I learn, then we learn, amen? All right, and so today, well, it didn't happen today, it happened yesterday. Yesterday was one of those type of things. And it was that aha thing, right? It wasn't one of those ones that like kind of break me down and I'm like, oh God, I'm a horrible person. Please forgive me. Let me tell my friends about it. It was more just like flipping through the book and I'm just like, what? what? How come I didn't see that before? You know, I got to come out here and I got to share this with you. So bear with me because it's going to start off a little weird. But trust me, there, there's, a, there's a means to an end, bro. And, and it's going to end, all right? Hopefully before the food gets out here. So... The passage of scripture comes from the book of Exodus. I told you guys, you know, a few months ago, I'm reading through, not in any pace. I'm just reading and then I'm going to start over and I'm just going to keep on going. And so I'm in the book of Exodus right now and I'm reading through the book of Exodus. And those of you know, the beginning of Exodus gets real exciting, right? You know, Israelites, they, they, the plagues and everything else happens and then they get out into the wilderness and then all of a sudden you hit about like 1920 and it's just rules and you're like, oh, come on. Okay, this is how they make the lamp stand. Okay, the curtain's gotta be this long by this wide and it gotta be sewed like this and it gotta look like this. You gotta hammer this out. It's gotta look like that, it's gotta look like this. But somewhere in the middle of it, the same thing happens in the book of Leviticus. Somewhere in the middle of all the rules and all the laws or something else, God just drops something like, bam. And that's what's so messed up because you could miss it. And obviously I missed it or just chose to ignore it, but not this time because Monday, yesterday morning, it just hit me, it was just like, here it is. Take a look at this. So I'm reading through Exodus chapter 23 and it's going through and it's talking about some rules and pay attention to this stuff and, you know, don't eat this and observe the Sabbath and all of this kind of stuff. And at verse 19, it says now, uh, verse 19, it says, the best of the first fruits of your ground you shall be, you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. He's talking about tithing. Where was that? <laughs> I swear I didn't plan this. All right. All right. The best of the first fruits of your ground you shall bring into the house of the Lord your God. And then it says this. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. And I was like, what the what? So I ignored it and I, and I kept reading, but I kept, I kept going back. Do not boil. You shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk. Now here's what's funny about this verse. God says it twice. He says it here in Exodus. And then he says it again in Deuteronomy. 
in the same fashion. He's laying down laws, laying down rules. Do this, do that, do this. And then he goes, you shall not boil a young goat in his mother's milk. So I got to stop and I think about it. Couldn't think too hard because I didn't know what he was talking about. So I had to go look, go look in the archives and Google some stuff and look around. I got to study Bible, kind of break that beast open and start flipping through some stuff. And they're not really 100% sure why God put this in there. The closest that most of the theologians can get to it is that they figured it was because, you know, the Israelites are coming out into the wilderness now and they're going to pass with all these nations and all these different peoples. And they wanted, God wanted to be sure that they wouldn't adopt some of the practices of the pagans and all the people around there that weren't following God, right? But we also know that God gave us all of these laws. He gave the Israelites, I'm sorry, all of these laws because he wanted to separate them. He wanted them to be separate from everybody else. Right? So when you think about it like that, then okay, it makes sense. But here's my question, right? Who's going to know? If I'm chilling in my tent and I'm cooking up some curry goat, right? All you yardies in the house. And I decide to marinate my goat in some goat milk in the milk from the goat's mother. Who's going to know? Nobody's going to know. Right? So why was this so important? Why was it so important that God had to slip this in there right in the middle? And so I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about it, and I'm thinking about it, and, I, and I'm reading through my ESV study Bible, and the ESV study Bible says this. It says, well, it's unnatural. It's unnatural for somebody to cook an animal in what is supposed to give that animal life. Right? The mother's milk gives us life. Why would you kill an animal and cook it in the same sustenance that's supposed to provide that animal with life? I said, well, now that's kind of gross. But then even deeper than that, I'm thinking, and he, God put this in the middle of the laws, right? And so two, two, two enlightening things. The first one is, so many times, whether you're a Christian or whether you're not a Christian, believer or not, we look at, people tend to look at God's word, especially in the Old Testament, and it's just too much. People want to go about and live their own life these days because it's just, it's just too much. God wants, he expects too much of me and I just want to live. But God's saying, no, 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 no. My word, my laws, my way is sustenance for you. It's like mother's milk. This is to raise you up. This is to give you strong bones, strong teeth, to allow you to survive in this world. I'm not trying to kill you or squash you or dominate you. I'm trying to affirm you. I'm trying to esteem you. I'm trying to give you a healthy life, the best life possible, and I'm giving you a piece of myself in order to do that. That's the first part. The second part goes back to the question I asked you before. Who's gonna know? You know, when my kids walk around church, 
I hear it all the time. People come up to me and they go, oh my gosh, PJ, your kids are so good. And I said, well, that's because I beat them. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just, I was a joke. It was a joke. I was just playing. I'm just playing. I don't, I don't beat them all the time. No, no. But, but here's the thing. Me and my wife, we, we, we talk about it. We think about it. We pray about it all the time. We want to give our kids the best advantage possible in this world. You know? And I think, you know, no bias, of course. I think the best thing about my kids is their joy. You, you see it in them. But we're no pushover parents. You see what I'm saying? There's a measure of discipline. But in that discipline, they find joy in life. In the framework of this discipline, they got the best life possible. You know why? Because they're good, they do good, they get good. It's as simple as that. And so, the cooking the goat thing, when I think about it, nobody may know that you cooked that goat. But your level of discipline, your level of obedience or disobedience manifests itself in everything you do, everything you say, everything you are. So if you're the breaking the rule type, people gonna know, right? But if you're the walk straight kind of guy, people are gonna know. So at the end of the day, you could boil that goat in its mother's milk and that's between you and God. But the discerning man is gonna look at you and know something ain't right. Because it's about who you are. And so I'm sitting in this and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking about it and I'm praying about it and at the end of the day and at the end of it all, it still goes back to who's gonna know. A lot of this has to do with our measure of faith, doesn't it? So many of us make decisions to, to follow God or not. But we make these promises to ourselves. Tomorrow I'm going to be better. Tomorrow I'm going to stop living this way, doing this thing, acting like this, treating people like this. And, and we make these kind of like resolutions, I guess we could say, right? And we may not hold it up. We, we, we may fail, right? We might mess up. But in the back of our minds, we're saying, well, I didn't speak that out loud, so who's going on? You know, we serve a God with infinite patience. We, we serve a God that, that we can mark up all over the slate and as long as we come to him with sincerity and with full contrition and with repentant heart, he's gonna wipe that slate clean and we automatically get that do-over. And I think of how many times, you know, they say don't, don't crap where you eat, don't piss your bed, all kinds of expressions, right? There's so many of them, right? Who's gonna know? You know, for me, I don't mind people knowing my past. I I've shared it with you time and time and time again. I ain't no, no quiet boy. You are, but, but not me. And, and I don't mind sharing that story because who I am now 
I wouldn't say it's erased who I was, but I needed who I was to be who I am right now. And I look at all the laws that God made and some of them sound stupid and, and, and some of them are hard to process and dissect and, and some of them are hard to, hard to teach, hard to, hard to talk about, hard to share with people. And I think of this nation of Israel sitting at the bottom of this mountain and Moses is about to go up there and they just couldn't wait for him to get away before they started acting a fool, thinking nobody was going to know. And the whole time God is saying, I have made a way. I made a way in the desert for you, you idiots. And y'all just keep circling this desert because you don't recognize what seems like a burden to you is a blessing, not just for you, but for everyone you may come to pass, everyone you may come to meet. And listen, ladies and gentlemen, that has to be good enough. But you have to be willing to give him a shot because he invested it all for us. Amen? All right, so I'm gonna thank y'all for listening. I'm going to pray over this meal, and we're going to get underway. Sounds good? All right. Dear God, I just thank you. I thank you for uh, just a handful of words. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit, because without that, there might not be that interest. There might not be that draw towards your word. There might not be that, that desire for understanding. Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters that are here. And it's hot, but, you know, they... They allowed me their attention for a little while, and so I'm grateful for that. God, I'm grateful for your word because it does not return void. And I pray whoever it was that needed to receive this today received it, Lord. And, you know, do with it what you will because we're all yours. In the meantime, I pray for a safe evening, evening of laughter, evening of joy, of just community of brothers and sisters just hanging out and enjoying the night. Thank you for the hands that prepared this meal, Lord, but most importantly, I thank you for those that are here to receive it, Lord. As they depart from us this evening, I pray for a safe place for everyone to wear their heads, rest their heads. I pray for contemplation of your word and a desire to wake up and to take new steps towards you that we might live a life better tomorrow than we did today. Lord, we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank y'all for your time. This podcast was recorded live and uncut at our homeless food share events. To learn more about Straight Street, visit our website at straightst.org.